Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. As we look ahead here, Super Bowl 55 right around the corner. Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Who you got? I, I guess I go with Kansas City, although it's so hard to count out Tom Brady, isn't it? What he did against Green Bay and what he's done throughout his career, truly awe-inspiring. I just don't like the guy. Looking for a great game on Sunday in Tampa, Florida. What we have for you here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, very, very special episode. Eagles Chairman, CEO Jeffrey Lurie spent, well, nearly two weeks looking for a new head coach and interviewing, well, about a dozen candidates. Exhaustive interviews. Well, what happens in those interviews? What do they talk about? Why Nick Sirianni to be the 21st full-time head coach, 25th head coach in franchise history, if you include the interim the interims who've served for the Eagles. What made Sirianni stand out? We're going to find out right here exclusively on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Chairman CEO Jeffrey Lurie joins me. Jeffrey, thank you so much for joining me here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Excited to talk to you about Nick Sirianni. I had a chance to speak to him. He's really dynamic, very genuine, down-to-earth. Love talking to him, so I want to hear about the process in a very unusual world in 2021. What was it like going through this? Well, it was uh, very intense. Uh, you know, before it all, I was wondering how would this be in COVID uh, and whether we could accomplish what we needed to accomplish, which was physically being present for long, intense interviews. And, um, you know, we were able to. We interviewed a, quite a few people, um, and it revolves around so many aspects from leadership, football IQ, uh, ability to communicate. How are you going to uh, show accountability with your players, your coaches? Uh, how are you going to work with everybody? Um, how dynamic? Uh, how comfortable are you in your own skin? Um, how do you see the future in terms of offenses, defenses? Where's the league going? Um, uh, sort of a, an analysis of every position. Uh, of what you'd want in a player, uh, but probably most centered around leadership and uh, ability to communicate and be there and earn trust uh, from the players, the coaches, and the staff. I, I think that was it. And uh, sometimes it's in a setting where you have uh, some key executives that were there with me, and other times it's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I made sure to spend at least you know, an hour with each candidate, just one-on-one, -on -one and um, uh, see how they would fit as the most dynamic and best possible coach for the Eagles. And uh, you try to really get to know the person, and uh, in Nick's case, brought him back uh, a second time and got to know him even more, and, um, you know, just extremely excited by the many, many aspects that he will bring. You mentioned the number of candidates reportedly as many as a dozen people you interviewed from all different backgrounds, offense, defense, et cetera, experience levels, all different. Why was that being so thorough? Why was that so important to you? So I felt going into it and every circumstance is different. We were very open-ended to really try to find the best possible head coach. And uh, although, you know, I, I guess I've always leaned towards the offensive side of the ball 
Uh, you've seen too many great head coaches that came from defense as well. And uh, I, I just thought it was important for us to interview uh, the best possible candidates, whether it was offense, defense, new head coaches, those that have been head coaches, uh, make sure it was a diverse search, both in their experiences and in every in their backgrounds, everything. I mean, it's just we wanted to be as open-ended as possible, uh, but it was, I guess you could say thorough, but at the same time, intense. Uh, it's not just expanding your search to numbers. It's to make each candidate um, have a, a terrific experience and have that intensity of the interview. Uh, and by the way, it, the interview is part of it, but uh, probably over 50% of it is all the background work we do, how they were to work with, how uh, innovative they are, how open they are, uh, how dynamic they are, what kind of leaders, how do they treat the uh, uh, assistants in the building, how do they treat uh, the, the uh, kitchen workers, every, every possible aspect, because uh, that's important to our culture. We have a culture where uh, there's no room for uh, condescension or superiority. And, um, you know, it's it's very inclusive and I always want it to be. So Nick Sirianni is the man. How did he interview? What stood out to you about him? And when did you know, Jeffrey, that that, that he was your guy? Well, it's uh, it, it's interesting. So, Dave, we had... A lot of good candidates. I, I got to tell you, this was um, this was like very surprising to me in one way, in that there are a surplus of excellent candidates. So with Nick, I, I think it was just a combination of many things. Uh, one, though, which I always look for right away, is the candidate absolutely comfortable in their own skin, because with that, they can be genuine. And in today's world, whether it's business, sports, entertainment, uh, virtually anything. Uh, I, I think if you're genuine and you're able to communicate in a in a a way that earns people's trust, um, you have to earn trust. And I think good leaders earn trust. They don't assume it by their position they're in uh, or the new position they're they've just accepted. It's an ability to earn trust at every level of the organization, uh, and especially with the players and coaches. And to do that. You have to genuinely care about the lives of those who work with you. And uh, that, that is a very key element. It's one of many. Uh, but Nick was um, absolutely terrific in terms of that comfort level and his caring. Every reference we did was how much he cares for his players, his coaches, and everybody. Uh, and that earning of that trust is important. Football IQ, uh, off the charts. Um, we would go through uh, hours of very detailed grinding because Nick is a grinder uh, in a great way. Uh, he has built his resume through game planning, through working with uh, position groups, coordinating obviously at the Colts, uh, but it's, 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 it's the culmination of a very detailed process where he looks at defenses and um, tries to maximize, you know, exactly what he wants to accomplish each game on offense. And we also interviewed people that had been in on game planning uh, with Nick. Um, and of course, uh, you know, that that is an important aspect of being a head coach. It's not just the ability to communicate. It's not just the ability to earn trust. 
those are prerequisites for me, but you have to have a very high football IQ. It's a fast-changing game, and defenses will adjust. Offenses will adjust. Where's the game going, and can you reach into your repertoire of football IQ to both adapt and be dynamic? And um, th- those were just two of the many elements with Nick. Uh, work ethic, of course, but that's uh, that was a big part of it. Perhaps you just answered this, but this will be Nick's first time as a head coach at any level. This is not an obstacle to you. Why? Yeah, no, I think um, as you saw in this hiring cycle, not just for us, but all seven head coaches had never been an NFL head coach before. Uh, Urban had been a head coach uh, in college, but all the other candidates, including Urban, have never been a NFL head coach. We've, you know, I've never shied away from that. Uh, I thought that Andy Reid would be uh, an awfully terrific head coach. Never had even been a coordinator, uh, never had called plays. Um, uh, Chip had early success with us. Uh, and Doug, you know, wins a Super Bowl in his second season. So I, I, I never felt that that was the part. If you're able to have a high enough football IQ uh, and had studied what is it, what does it take to be a good leader and all the responsibilities of being a head coach, which is very different than being a coordinator uh, or a head coach in college or whatever. Um, I, I think, though, with Nick, you could see the, the wheels going and he's, a, he's an absorber. Uh, he's an absorber that can add to his already high football IQ and figure out how best to maximize uh, what what he has, you know, and that's, uh, that, that's a big part of it. You describe the meetings as intense. You describe Nick as a grinder, but I wondered, was there a certain personality that he carried forth in the interviews that you had with him that really stood out to you? I mean, I found him to be very thoughtful, very gracious in his answering, very considerate. I mean, what kind of stood out to you? I mean, you obviously spoke to him a whole lot more than I did. Yeah, no, those are those are all aspects. The grinder is just one. I mean, that's just a, a prerequisite for the job, in my my opinion. Uh, you know, warm, uh, open, uh, a person who thinks before takes action, somebody who thinks problems through. Uh, we were able to go through how he handled many different circumstances in his career. Uh, and, you know, I, I think a sense of being a teacher. Um, very important part of it. Who's going to be a great teacher? Because when you're a really good head coach, you're interacting with many positions at different times. And uh, he may come from the offensive side of the ball, but, you know, ask Nick about uh, defensive back play or what to do with certain types of receivers, and he will give you a very, very thoughtful answer. So, you know, it's, um, I, I would, I guess, refer to him as someone who has a strong personality, um, emotional yet poised and um, uh, warm and open at the same time, uh, very, very uh, intense. And uh, that, that's a great combination. That's a combination that uh, can maximize your own ability as, as a coach. Jeffrey, Nick has been coaching in the league for 12 years. He's worked with quarterbacks extensively the last three years with Frank Reich in Indianapolis, and they had four different quarterbacks. Uh, throughout those three seasons. So he's got a really well-established reputation working with that position. How important was that to you uh, in, in the decision-making process? 
You know, I would say it was a small factor. Um, we, we interviewed people that were excellent coaches that had never worked with quarterbacks. We interviewed people that had worked primarily with quarterbacks. Uh, we, we really did a search to try to find the best head coach. So it was really, we're looking for the best head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the best leader and the best uh, person to be able to communicate and uh, uncover um, and maximize, you know, your roster now and your roster in a year and your roster in two and three years. And it'll be very different in three years than it will be this year. And it, it really was a, a small factor, but it's a plus. Quarterback is the most important position on the team. And that was also an interesting part of the whole interview process. Uh, we didn't uh, delve into the quarterbacks much because that's everyone has to watch film. They can't give us smart answers until they've really grinded it out and watched hours and hours and years and years of tape. That, that's really an interesting point. I think fans probably believe that a candidate comes in with a very detailed knowledge of the roster. But like you say, it's impossible to do that without really delving into it for a long, long time. Yeah, if somebody had come in uh, and acted like they knew the roster without having watched every single game for the last three, four, five years, um, you know, I, I think we would have been a little jaded. Uh, it's much more the process of what will take place now in terms of Nick and his staff really reviewing what's taken place over the last multiple years um, at every position. And um, so it, it's really, uh, it, it's the process that's now about to unfold that's important. It wasn't the process during the interview process of what would they do. It's, it's uh, you know, now we go forward with uh, hopefully a, a, a great path. I mean, we're, we're awfully excited. Jeffrey, you mentioned the coaching staff. Nick has been busy putting it together. What role might you have in recommending coaches to stay or providing some guidance on some outside hires? Right, Dave. So I think, you know, my role is really just to be supportive. And uh, if he, you know, we always encourage incoming head coach to interview the existing staff because we have a lot of good people, but uh, you've got to find uh, staff members for a new head coach that fit within what he's looking for. And it's a mix and match process. So all I can be is supportive uh, for that process. I always encouraged him to uh, not rush into it and find the best possible people for the job. You hope to have them for a while, but they should also be really good teachers and leaders. And um, I, I think, you know, Nick has done that. And uh, it's, it's kind of been interesting because we, in our interview process, we had about, well, many, many, many coaches say who they were going to hire as their defensive coordinator if they were on the offensive side of the ball. And we keep kept hearing the name Jonathan Gannon. It was like, I didn't know anything about Jonathan Gannon, but uh, I was thinking, boy, how are we going to get Jonathan Gannon if he's so, so highly regarded? Uh, maybe someone that, uh, you know, has already reached out to him is going to get him or something. And I was, I was just pleased to see that uh, – you know, Nick was able to land somebody that we had all been hearing about for the last 10 days uh, in a very, very positive way. So he, he, you know, I think has all the right attributes of how to put together a staff. It has to be uh, really good teachers, number one. It has to be diverse. Uh, we want to put into our pipeline um, diverse candidates, minority candidates. I think in the NFL, 
Uh, there's not enough um, in the pipeline at times, and we wanted the Eagles to certainly have both offensively and defensively and special teams in the pipeline for um, bigger jobs. And uh, I, I think that's what he's accomplishing. And uh, he's he's the kind of guy that uh, I, I think wants to make the most of this opportunity and surround himself with people that will uh, both teach as hard as him, work as hard as him, and be as dynamic as him. And I think, uh, again, comfortable in his own skin, not worried about having very smart people right next to him. Jeffrey, in due time, we all have our fingers crossed. We'll all be back at the NovaCare Complex and business as usual, we hope. Uh, what environment would you like to have on a daily basis in and around the building, in and around Lincoln Financial Field in this era? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's all well and good that we've been able to survive on a virtual basis, Dave, but it takes away a lot of the camaraderie and the human interaction that we've always treasured. And I, I think one of the keys to the Eagle's success has been the family atmosphere. You know, it's, it's really an extension of my own family, and I treat it that way. And I'm obviously obsessed with success and bringing more Lombardies to Philadelphia. And to do that, I think you got to have the both collaboration and the uh, consistent human interaction so that you can have those kind of discussions, sometimes uh, easy and sometimes difficult. But, the, but difficult discussions provoke new dynamic ways of doing things. And um, I, I just think that you've got to always have that open-ended uh, family atmosphere to provide that kind of growth for a team and for the players. I, I know the players have missed having that camaraderie. You've got to have that to to really maximize yourself. Now, every team has been in the same position. Some have, you know, obviously gone on to the Super Bowl, but it's, uh, I, for us, I really uh, am counting on the fact that I hope, you know, certainly by the fall that we'll be in a much more uh, interactive environment where there's real collaboration and, uh, uh, again, get back to that family atmosphere with those dynamics that create really healthy results. Jeffrey, only a few more for you. And again, thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, when you've talked around the league about Nick, were there certain words, uh, phrases, ideas that you heard consistently about him? There were. Um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, so I, I guess um, brilliant football IQ is one that keeps coming up, uh, whether it's Frank Reich or others that we talked to both in uh, – the Chargers, the Colts, uh, going back before that. Um, somebody who really puts the work in to become incredibly knowledgeable. And yet, I guess the other thing, that the counterpart to that or the um, what goes so well with that is the ability to teach and communicate. And, you know, in today's world, uh, it, it's so important, I think, in any business to have the leaders care enough about all the employees and all the people that are working with that person and earn their trust, that they care about the people because, uh, you know, you need both. You need dynamic football IQ. You need to have a presence. You need to have an edge. Nick has an edge, uh, quite certainly. Uh, but you also got to earn the trust and that's hard to find. And he checked all the boxes in terms of, uh, 
that capability. Every every reference we had, every interview we did, uh, it was how he connects to players, coaches, and everybody. And um, you know that that's part of uh, it's part of the whole picture, but it's an important part. I keep reading that he's a natural leader. Um, did you find that to be the case? Like, can you talk, kind of tell that after talking to somebody for so long, if it's natural or if it's forced? Yeah, I, I think you can. Now that's part of the process, uh, and you know uh, you have to sometimes rely on your gut because you're, you know, you're spending eight, ten hours. You're not spending twenty days straight together or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it became really, really obvious both from the references and the interviews we did, but more the interview as well. That uh, natural leader who connects, who's genuine. Uh, you know, the prerequisite, I think, of good leadership is to be genuine to start. He comes from a very, very genuine spot um, and backs it up with with a high football IQ. So if you're a player, uh, you just want to be uh, helped in your career as best as possible. And you want to be helped in your own uh, life as much as possible. So can you trust the person and can they put you in positions to be successful? And uh you know, Nick just, uh, he comes across um, in, in a way that's very caring, but also in a way that's very strategic and in a way where uh, you have confidence that regardless of the position, you know, if it's a, if it's a, a wide receiver, a quarterback, a cornerback, uh, outside linebacker, whatever, uh, it's important to him to make sure that player is put into the best possible uh, situation to succeed. Jeffrey, finally here, something a little bit uh, off track. Um, David Culley gets hired by the Houston Texans. Yet another person who's come through the Jeffrey Lurie uh, tree, if you will. I mean, it started with John Gruden and Sean Payton all the way through. What does all, all of that mean to you when you look around the league and see so many head coaches whom you've had in Philadelphia, key executives, staff members throughout the league? What does that mean to you when you kind of look, look at the whole picture? Yeah, Dave, it means a lot. I'm, I'm very proud of that. I, I think, you know, we, we have a great culture. Um, our culture is very coach-centric. We give a lot of our responsibility to the coaches, and they grow and they thrive. And um, uh, whether it's Sean Payton, John Gruden, uh, and Sean McDermott, and uh, the list goes on and on, obviously. Um, Ron Rivera, I, I, we have not enough time to go through them all. So happy for David. It's not often uh, that uh, a coach who's earned it uh, over the years, time after time, coaches receivers and communicates with players uh, so successfully at age 65, I think, uh, gets an opportunity. And uh, I, I couldn't be happier for Dave, uh, one, of the, one of the real terrific guys. So when I heard that, and by the way, I heard Leslie Frazier was a finalist, and uh, it's hard not to root for Leslie, too, one of the classiest you know, people I've ever come across in the NFL, Leslie, uh, sharp and uh, terrific defensive mind. And um, I, I, I was really glad that those were the two finalists and uh, can only hire one. So I'm, I'm very happy for David. Jeffrey, finally, Super Bowl 55, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Your thoughts on this matchup? Well, we're going to get to see two of the most incredible quarterbacks uh, of our lifetime, uh, Tom, the greatest ever, and Patrick, uh, 
beyond great. And so just that alone is, uh, is pretty great. Uh, get to see Andy Reid reach for his second Lombardi, probably the second of many. Um, and uh, Bruce Arians uh, coming back and doing a great job. Uh, so happy for Todd Bowles as well. Uh, really, his defense and one of the classiest guys I've ever been around, as you know, in the NFL. Um, very happy for for this matchup. I think that uh, wow, the world gets to see Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, two well coached teams, lots of dynamic players, and um, uh, two very deserving teams to win it all. And so uh, uh, I'm I'm excited for uh, whoever gets to watch this. I think we'll watch a classic matchup. Jeffrey Lurie, thank you so much for joining me here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. I very much appreciate your time and looking forward to great things for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2021 and beyond. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Nice to be with you. Thanks so much to Jeffrey for his time and his insights. Great stuff there. I think, uh, again, after hearing from Coach Sirianni, hearing from Jeffrey there, I am fired up for this football team. Going to be a lot of changes, we think. Roster has some challenges, no doubt. But there is energy, there's enthusiasm, there's change, a new direction for the Philadelphia Eagles. And his name is Nick Sirianni, head coach. So we're going to keep you updated in the know and behind the scenes throughout the rest of this offseason. Eagles getting ready for the next step here, which is free agency March 17th. The NFL draft April 29th. So everything happening very quickly. More to come on the Eagles coaching staff. We'll have all of it for you right here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, as well as our Eagles update. So make sure you're with us for both of those podcasts. Fran Duffy's got you covered for the journey to the draft as the Eagles sit there with a sixth pick in round number one and need to knock it out of the ballpark. He's also got the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast. So make sure you sign up for all of these Eagles platform podcasts so you can hear directly from the team for things like this, an exclusive interview with Jeffrey Lurie. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle. Thanks to Trevor Hayes for their great work putting everything together. Thanks to all of you for joining on this podcast. If you have a moment to give us a review, please do so. The link is right there in the details section of your Eagles Insider podcast library. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Raise a glass to that comforting feeling of an Eagles touchdown with the all-new Broaden Patterson Wine Collection created in partnership with Wink. Featuring a Cabernet, a Rosé, and a Chardonnay, Broaden Patterson Wines are the perfect pairing for any occasion. Now you can bring the sweet taste of victory with you to a dinner with friends or to the tailgate with your game day crew. Purchase online today at philadelphiaeagles.com slash wine to stock up and have Broad and Patterson delivered right to your door. A portion of proceeds from every bottle benefit Eagles Autism Foundation.